0: FULMATIRANI, or The Flower Lady, by Anonymous, translated by Mave Stokes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. There were once a Raja and a Rani, who had an only daughter called the Fulmatirani, or the pink rose queen she was so beautiful that if she went into a very dark room it was all lighted up by her beauty on her head was the sun on her hands moons and her face was covered with stars she had hair that reached to the ground and it was made of pure gold every day after she had had her bath Her father and mother used to weigh her in a pair of scales. She only weighed one flower. She ate very, very little food. This made her father most unhappy, and he said, I cannot let my daughter marry anyone who weighs more than one flower. Now God loved this little girl dearly, so he went down under the ground to see if any of the fairy rajas was fit to be the Fulmati Rani's husband. And he thought none of them good enough. So he went in the form of a fakir to see the great Indra san Raja, who ruled over all the other fairy Rajas. This Raja was exceedingly beautiful. On his head was the sun, and on his hands moons, and on his face stars. God made him weigh very little. Then he said to the Raja, Come up with me and we will go to the palace of the Fulmati Rani." God had told the Raja that he was God and not a Fakir, for he loved the Indra San Raja. Very well, said the Indra San Raja. So they travelled on until they came to the Fulmati Rani's palace. When they arrived there they pitched a tent in her compound, and they used to walk about, and whenever they saw the Fulmati Rani they looked at her. One day they saw her having her hair combed. So God said to the Indra Sanraja, Get a horse and ride where the Fulmati Rani can see you. And if anyone asks you who you are, say, Oh, it's only a poor fakir, and I am his son. We have come to stay here a little while just to see the country. We will go away very soon. Well he got a horse and he rode about. And Rani, who was having her hair combed in the verandah, said, I am sure that must be some raja. Only see how beautiful he is. And she sent one of her servants to ask him who he was. So the servant said to the Indra-san raja, Who are you? Why are you here? What do you want? Oh, it's only a poor fakir, and I am his son. We have just come here for a little while to see the country. We will go away very soon." So the servant returned to the Fulmati Rani and told her what the Indra San Raja had said. The Fulmati Rani told her father about this. The next day, when the Fulmati Rani and her father were standing in the veranda, God took a pair of scales and weighed the Indra San Raja in them. His weight was only that of one flower. Oh, said the Raja when he saw that. Here is the husband for the full Rani. The next day, after the full Rani had had her bath, her father took her and weighed her, and he also weighed the Indra Sanraja, and they were each the same weight, each weighed one flower. Although the Indra Sanraja was fat and the full Rani thin, the next day they were married. And there was a grand wedding. God said he was too poor looking to appear. So he bought a quantity of elephants and camels and horses and cows and sheep and goats and made a procession and came to the wedding. Then he went back to heaven, but before he went he said to the Indra Sanraja, You must stay here one whole year, then go back to your father and to your kingdom. As long as you put flowers on your ears, no danger will come near you. This was in order that the fairies might know that he was a very great Raja, and not hurt him. All right, said the san Raja, and God went back to heaven. So the Indrasan Raja stayed for a whole year. Then he told the Raja, the Fulmati Rani's father, that he wished to go back to his own kingdom. All right," said the Raja, and he wanted to give him horses and camels and elephants, but the Indrasan Raja and the Fulmatirani said they wanted nothing but a tent and a coolie. Well, they set out, but the Indrasan Raja forgot to put flowers on his ears, and after some days the Indrasan Raja was very, very tired, so he said, "We will sit down under these big trees and rest a while. Our baggage will soon be here." It is only a little way behind." So they sat down, and the Raja said he felt so tired he must sleep. Very well, said the Rani, lay your head in my lap and sleep. After a while the shoemaker's wife came by to get some water from the tank which was close to the spot where the Raja and Rani were resting. Now the shoemaker's wife was very black and ugly, and she had only one eye and she was exceedingly wicked. The Rani was very thirsty, and she said to the woman, please give me some water, I am so thirsty. If you want any, said the shoemaker's wife, come to the tank and get it yourself. But I cannot, said the Rani, for the Raja is sleeping in my lap. At last the poor Rani got so very, very thirsty, she said she must have some water. So laying the rajah's head very gently on the ground, she went to the tank. Then the wicked shoemaker's wife, instead of giving her to drink, gave her a push and sent the beautiful Rani into the water, where she was drowned. The shoemaker's wife then went back to the rajah, and taking his head on her knee, sat still until he woke. When the rajah woke, he was much frightened, and he said, This is not my wife. My wife was not black and she had two eyes. The poor Raja felt very unhappy. He said, I am sure something has happened to my wife. He went to the tank and he saw flowers floating on the water and he caught them. And as he caught them his own true wife stood before him. They travelled on until they came to a little house. The shoemaker's wife went with them. They went into the house and laid themselves down to sleep, and the Raja laid beside him the flowers he had found floating in the tank. The Rani's life was in the flowers. As soon as the Raja and Rani were asleep, the shoemaker's wife took the flowers, broke them into little bits and burnt them. The Rani died immediately for the second time. Then the poor Raja, feeling very lonely and unhappy, travelled on to his kingdom, and the shoemaker's wife went after him. God brought the Fulmati Rani to life a second time, and led her to the Indra Sanraja's gardener. One day, as the Indra Sanraja was going out hunting, he passed by the gardener's house and saw a beautiful girl sitting in it. He thought she looked very like his wife, the Fulmati Rani, So he went home to his father and said, father i should like to be married to the girl who lives in our gardener's house all right said the father you can be married at once so they were married the next day one night the shoemaker's wife took a ram killed it and put some of its blood on the full rani's mouth while the rani slept the next morning she went to the indra san raja and said whom have you married you have married a Rakshas. Just see, she has been eating cows, and sheep, and chickens. Just come and see." The Raja went, and when he saw the blood on his wife's mouth, he was frightened, and he thought she was really a Rakshas. The shoemaker's wife said to him, If you do not cut this woman in pieces, some harm will happen to you. So the Raja took a knife and cut his beautiful wife into pieces. He then went away very sorrowfully. The Fulmati Rani's arms and legs grew into four houses. Her chest became a tank, and her head a house in the middle of the tank. Her eyes turned into two little doves, and these five houses, the tank, and the doves, were transported to the jungle. No one knew this. The little doves lived in the house that stood in the middle of the tank. The other four houses stood round the tank. One day, when the Indra Raja was hunting by himself in the jungle, he was very tired, and he saw the house in the tank. So he said, I will go into the house to rest a little while, and tomorrow I will return home to my father. So tying his horse outside, he went into the house and lay down to sleep. By and by the two little birds came and perched on the roof above his head. They began to talk, and the Raja listened. The little husband dove said to his wife, This is the man who cut his wife to pieces. And then he told her how the Indra San Raja had married the beautiful Fulmati Rani, who weighed only one flower, and how the shoemaker's wife had drowned her, how God had brought her to life again how the shoemaker's wife had burned her, and last of all, how the rajah himself had cut her to pieces. And cannot the rajah find her again, said the little wife dove? Oh, yes, he can, said her husband, but he does not know how to do so. But do tell me how he can find her, said the little wife dove. Well, said her husband, every night at twelve o'clock The Rani and her servants come to bathe in the tank. Her servants wear yellow dresses, but she wears a red one. Now, if the Raja could get all their dresses, every one, when they lay them down and go into the tank to bathe, and throw away all the yellow dresses one by one, keeping only the red one, he would recover his wife the Raja heard all these things and at midnight the rani and her servants came to bathe the rajah lay very quiet and after they had all taken off their dresses and gone into the tank he jumped up and seized every one of the dresses he did not leave one of them and ran away as hard as he could then each of the servants who were only fairies screamed out give me my dress what are you doing why do you take it away then the Raja dropped one by one the yellow dresses and kept the red one. The fairy servants picked up the dresses and forsook the fulmatirani and ran away. The Raja came back to her with her dress in his hand, and she said, Oh, give me back my dress. If you keep it, I shall die. Three times has God brought me to life, but he will bring me to life no more. The Raja fell at her feet and begged her pardon, and they were reconciled, and he gave her back her dress. Then they went home, and Indra San Raja had the shoemaker's wife cut to pieces and buried in the jungle, and they lived happily ever after. End of Fumati Rani, or The Flower Lady, by Anonymous. Read by Noel Badrian.